Hey, this is Big Papa Pump Scott's Diner. Yes, yes, it is me, Gerald Zipupe. Hey, this is Joe Gatto. Well, hello there. It's me, Harold the Puppet. This is Eric Young. This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to Shootin' Poop. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a test. This is not an issue where DJJ didn't hit record like the last time. We're starting with the God, final thought. I mean, it happened, buddy. You can't say it didn't happen. It happened. We're starting with the final thought because we have John Bullard on a short time who's going to help Sean navigate through his feelings with his final thought for the night. So, <laughs> Rarity, we're starting with one final thought. Then we'll get into the show because Joey K's got to go. It's getting laid out there. So, Sean, John, not Sean, John. Your final thought. You guys man. can take it away. Sean, John. Dude, somebody should do a clothing line named that. Anyway, we're all about the t-shirts, folks. All right, so here's what's going on. So, I, I didn't have a bad day, didn't have a great day, but I did kind of feel like I needed to get in something tonight. I didn't really want to keep banging on NWA and Billy Corgan because let's face it, I, I treat that guy like a pigeon or prison slut by now anyway. Um, as I was skimming through Facebook, kind of caught a post, kind of caught my attention. Um, and we're all real big about the indie promoters um, in our areas as well. And um, just something about this post triggered me. So I reached out to my good friend, our good friend, John Bullard, promoter of CCW and partner with Shooting Shit. And I wanted to get some information from him. And what he had to tell me was a pretty amazing story. So, uh, John, can you share with the guys what, what we were talking about? Well, I guess the, the post you were referring to was a promotion, or just a lack of promotion, uh, of a company called Brave Championship Wrestling, ran by a person by the name of Michael Zahn. Z-A-H-N. And he was literally putting together what looked like it was going to be like a super show mm -hmm. of all this different talent from not just the Midwest, but from literally all over. And he was charging these crazy prices, like $20 for general mission. I've seen some other prices from other events were like 75 bucks a ticket. It was really crazy stuff. Well, anyway, the... Uh, the talent kept on contacting me saying, what should we do? Because this guy is ghosting us. You know, we're booked for this event. Sunday is the event coming up and we're, we're messaging them for call time and, and just trying to figure out if, if everything's going to go good and nothing, nothing at all. And then last night, uh, before I made my post, after hearing from 10 different wrestlers about being ghosted by this guy, we went on to the only account that he has, which is on Instagram. And lo and behold, his Instagram account is gone. Yeah, let's go ahead and show him that. Show the guys. Exhibit A. Let me see if I can keep, keep talking. I'm trying to see if I can find the... Uh... The Instagram post Real shoot shit home of technical issues. Sorry about that. <laughs> the home of DDJ. Anyway. 
Yeah. But anyway, so the Instagram page, which was his only way of getting in contact with all these wrestlers, is now gone. The Eventbrite page, which was his ticket selling page, is also now gone. And so, literally, okay, without telling on, any of the wrestlers, yeah, gone. That and here's the Instagram. I love so, the name, by the way, Brave Championship Wrestling. That's a kind of funny. So, all these wrestlers, and a lot of them still have not been notified that this event's canceled. And this guy's ghosted people. Now fans are being ghosted. You know, we're, 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 what's going to go on for our tickets? And now he's gone. He's, he's vanished. And so it's going to leave a lot of people. And what I'm worried about is a lot of talent coming to this building on Sunday and finding out there's no ring, there's no show, there's no one there. Now, didn't you say you contacted the uh, the Crown Point facility, right? I called the, the facility this morning out of curiosity because a little internet detective in me was like, yeah, what? You know what? I, I want to confirm this for myself. I called and acted as a fan and literally asked the owner of the venue, is there a show on Sunday night? I heard there's a pro wrestling show coming up. And hearing this man flip through his calendar and said, uh, no, no, there ain't nothing for Sunday. Not, no, there's been canceled. No, there's nothing for Sunday. Uh, June, there's, there's you know, C3 Wrestling. I said, oh, no, 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 this ain't C3 Wrestling. This is this is Brave Championship Wrestling. Mm-mm, no, nothing. Nada. So. And we have a poster for the show too, right, DDJ? Go ahead, Dennis. There it is. And you can see there at the bottom, it says general admission, $20 crown point, Indiana even has the address of the venue, but there was no no actual show scheduled at the actual venue. So by connecting, that's my way. Can you post a picture of Mr. Michael Zahn, just in case anybody watching, they they ever see this, this guy. There he is. You'll love this Joey K. Our man here is a former professional MMA fighter. Yeah. Who's been knocked unconscious six times. So oh, he's got little fucking baby hands too. Look at that record. <laughs> <laughs> this, is actual MMA, this is hey, his actual MMA record. Hands. I think that would look good on a t-shirt. So here's no, what, so here's the funny thing is when I first met this guy, he messaged me with this email. Hey, uh, you know, I'm moving into the area from California, originally from Chicago. Would love to get involved with the professional wrestling world. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know. So we meet up over dinner. And at first, you know, you look at him, he's got he's got some size to him. You think, okay, this guy, you know, could have potential with wrestling, you know. He's like six six, you know, but he's only like two hundred and fifteen pounds, so he's like tall and slender, but you know, still got some presence with his height. Six six two sixteen. That's not slender, man. That's anorexic. Okay, so he's 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 a little malnourished. So anywho, feed the feed the MMA fighter campaign going on. You know the uh, whole eyes of arms of the angels, fucking Sarah McLaughlin's yeah, yeah, yeah. ass. Only pennies a day. Yeah. So 
he goes into this whole <laughs> spill about being this badass MMA fighter and how, you know, he's won championships and he's on this and this and this and that. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> he goes to, yeah, he goes to the bathroom. Really is. He goes to the bathroom. I'm looking up his MMA record on Tapology, which is connected to Sherdog and and all his other MMA fight record uh, holders, where they track everyone from amateur to pro. And this right. is the record we get. So then so I'm like, uh-huh. So you're already lying to me about your fantastic MMA record. Okay. Okay. If you you're like a bottom brawler fight against, of MMA uh, fighters. Against Wadman, it looks like he lost by punches with 30 seconds to go in the first round. Yep. Or is that he got knocked out 30 seconds in the first round? I don't know. I think, I think he got knocked out 30 seconds in. Okay. <laughs> either way, it's, it's either, either way, he got his ass whooped. So instantly he lied about that. Then I started doing a little bit more background check, and I find out that he's actually had some legal issues in the state of California. That's a giant red flag, you know. So there's all this other stuff about this guy, and I'll be glad to share any of this information if anybody has any questions or wanna. Second question, any of the stuff I find, because it's all up front, all legal, all public record. Nothing nothing to blackmail someone, nothing to harass someone over. But what upsets me is, as a promoter, is that this gentleman, it wasn't that he canceled his event. I've had to cancel an event before myself, and it happens to the best of us. But what happens is you don't contact your talent letting them know. That screws them over on trying to find another booking. Not letting the fans know about the tickets or the, the one, those who bought tickets screws them out of their money. And then when I call the venue owner, the venue owner had no clue what the hell was being talked about. Screamed out that this man created a poster, book talent he was not going to plan just to put him on a set poster to get money from paying customers that he was never planning and, and once again, to get them a show. And for the benefit of everybody who does know how many people on that poster are CCW performers, people that you've, you've helped Too many. in the business that work for you regularly. Yeah. Too many. Okay. You've gone wilds on that. Uh, Law Shrella from uh, Dragon Gate, who literally stays with me and my family uh, for weeks on end. He's part of our family now. Uh, Magna McLaren was on that poster. He canceled on that guy before that show could even get canceled. He saw the the carny in that son of a bitch. Uh, Garrison Creed also has warned him not to ever contact him. Uh, Jackson P. Larkin, a.k.a. Jackson Stampede uh, Larkin, uh, was supposed to be on that event. EJ uh, Swanson, Russell All-Star, a tremendous amount of the Wrestle League kids, Ty Mentor, uh, along with Chris Logan and those guys. They were all screwed out. Um, Muggsy James screwed out. So there, there's so many of these people who were hoping for this Sunday booking and now nothing whatsoever. Not in a, not in a hey, brother, I'm sorry I had to cancel the event. Uh, let me reschedule with you and I'll get you caught up on whatever. Or right. let me give you like 20 bucks for your worth, whatever it is. Nope. None. And everyone contacted him and he would not respond to none of them. Hell, even I texted him because I got his phone number. And I said, hey, man, you ready for your big Sunday event? Just to see if he would like, yeah. None. 
He haven't, he's even ghosting me. By the way, he lives like seven minutes away from my house. But he, he, won't, he won't come near me. Now, here's my thing. And this kind of affected it. This affected your personal bottom dollar too, right? Well, it makes every wrestling promoter in the region look bad when a guy does that. For everyone who tries to do something right, like myself, uh, Chris Classic Williams, who runs C3 Wrestling, whose building that he tried to use, it makes everyone look bad in the eyes of the public. You don't understand not every company is the same. And because a lot of wrestling fans who don't, who aren't, hardcore wrestling fans, the ones who are just casual, they think wrestling yeah. is just wrestling. That's just how they are. And and that hurts all of us. Bottom dollar. Uh, I highly suggest people to uh, when you get booked by someone you don't know, do a background check on them. Look up their information. It's called Google. Google's a wonderful name. Google someone's name. <laughs> you might be surprised things you might come across. My Google is right now. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but but it's important for people to know that sometimes what seems like a bright shade of gold just be spray painted on by uh, some method. I mean, you know, you, you want to be careful uh, on who you deal with in business. Uh, for sure. The gentleman's phone number, uh, I do have it. In case anybody needs it to get in contact for him. With, and not with only does he have it, we have it. That's right. Oh. There we go. <laughs> now, I want this to be said, though, before anybody thinks this is trying to be vengeful. It's not about vengeful. It's not about being a dick to anyone. It's not about harassment. This is for the wrestlers and wrestling fans who are owed money by this guy. That's his number to get in contact with him. That's probably the best contact. I believe that was even on his business account for people to get in contact with him. Reach out, let them know, hey, uh, I'm just reaching out to see, for one, are you actually okay? No one hasn't heard from you in almost two, three weeks now. You know, at least respond back to them. Yeah, I'm sorry, you know, this happened. No. You know, so people need to get in contact with them. That's the best way to do it. Just reach out to them and see if he'll answer. Yeah, he's in jail or in the hospital or. Yeah, man. What's going on? You know, Herb Abrams in a. Hotel room, cocaine here's, and boots, baby. Here's here's the thing too. This is what I, I've been done for myself. A lot of times when fans would actually buy tickets from me, I'll actually include a letter with my phone number in it, or even a business yeah. card with my email and phone number. So if they want to call yeah. me, they can. Hell, I have a fan named yeah. Keith Dirk that calls me on a weekly basis. Just wants to talk wrestling. Just a wrestling fan. He comes to all the CCW shows. But guess what? I'll answer the phone and talk to him. Because yeah. he's a friend, but he's also a loyal fan. And that's what you do for your fans. You talk to them, you get to know them, you get to know their families. Yep. So I hope and pray that even though the wrestlers, I feel like, got taken advantage of in this situation, I hope and pray that none of the fans who bought tickets were taken advantage of in this situation. I hope people right. are refunded their money. If Zahn does listen to this podcast by any means, Michael, if you're listening to me right now, be a man. Contact the wrestlers that are supposed to be working with you. Give them the explanation of why. Don't bullshit them. Give them a fair, honest explanation of what's going on. To the wrestling fans that has bought tickets, refund them their money that is owed to them. 
when I had to cancel my event due to COVID, yep. I refunded nearly $1,500 up front out of my own pocket without anyone asking for a ticket. I had fans tell me they didn't want the, the money back. They told me they would hold on to the tickets. I still refunded every one of them their dollar. Yeah, go ahead and refund that money to them, dude. That way they can come to Berlin and watch a great show. And Fancy hang out with the shooting shit crew because we're going to be there. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'll tell you what I'll do. For any fan that actually bought a ticket to go see Brave Championship Wrestling, if you could bring me your receipt or you have your ticket stub or anything like that whatsoever, I will actually personally will help you with your ticket. You have a ticket half off just to, wow. to show you what a good wrestling show is. And you come and hang out with all of us and have a good time on May 21st. I will do that for the fans. So, so John, I've got to. And I've Joey K, just to, just so you know, girls, Joey K, the premier and the hot one up there, they're both single. So if and you're looking for a big mingle. man to climb on, there's two of them right there. Sure, That's Javon's Philadelphia good. right there, dude. That guy right there will tear you up and then just take you out for a cheese sandwich. You don't even know. <laughs> it's known as the Joey K special. <laughs> oh, get down, bro. There's, there's, more, there's more stick to go, ladies and gents, in Philadelphia. Wow. So, so, first off, I did Google Javon Minacho and Son wow, of a I thought some interesting stuff on there. Uh, but, John, I have a question for oh, you in regards nice. to like, what are, like, I mean, what about, like, getting, like, the like the authorities involved? Like, I mean, for, or, like, things from a legal perspective. What can, what can be done in that sense when something like this happens? For the wrestlers, there's really nothing they do, unless okay. there was a contract agreement, which okay. almost ninety nine percent of them don't do that. For the fans, I believe if a fan has actually bought tickets and they've tried multiple times reaching out to this guy to get their refund and he doesn't, then maybe they could probably uh, small claims court. But then, even then, I hate to say this, most small claims court okay. the costs alone. Is going to be more than the freaking ticket price. I just hope that, that he's listening that, to this. That, 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 and maybe that maybe he sense. won't. Maybe he will. Mike, you owe it to those fans to make sure that that money goes back to them. You also owe the, the wrestlers a huge apology. And for all of us old school guys who've been in this business for a very long time, please let this be the last time you get near professional wrestling. Stay away from us. Stay away from our business. I'm not going to be mean to you because you're an outsider. I'm not going to treat you like shit like that because I don't do that to anybody. But from a professional standpoint, you've burned enough people already that the business doesn't need this bullshit. We've already dealt with Carney since day one. No more. Or they say in Spanish, no mas. You know, no more of that bullshit. You know, Get out, get out of our business. Do not ever, ever come back to the wrestling shows. Do not ever show up and try to book someone or try to act like a big shot. I exposed you for what you were. Your MMA background is a joke. You know, you're, you're not a badass killing machine professional fighter. You know, the state of California, there were legal issues up on you. And that's in public record. They can look it up. Look at Michael Zahn in the state of California. Boom, you'll see it, you know. But my biggest thing, why I'm on this this podcast with you guys, even though I love seeing every one of you, you're my boys. But the big reason why I'm on here today 
is as a spokesperson with from the world of professional wrestling being in this business, we're tired of this shit. We're, we're tired of uh, people coming into our business that has no rights to be in it and ruining the the foundation of good business ethics. And yeah, there are some guys in the wrestling business who, who's been in wrestling forever that are carnies that we all want gone too. Look at people like Ian Rotten, a few others. But this guy looked at pro wrestling as a fast cash grab and and has no respect for the business. And by not talking to the wrestling fans and not talking to the boys and girls that are planning to come work for you and ghosting them after you talk a big game to them and you, you kept on hyping yourself up like you're the second coming of Jesus. Bro, there's the door. Let me open it up for you and welcome you out to the city or the streets where you're going to go to and enjoy your stay out there. Do not come back into our house. John, thanks for hanging out with us and letting us giving us this information. Um, I appreciate you helping me out with my final thought and uh, explaining everything to the boys. We are super amped uh, to, to be at the show in Berwyn on uh, May 21st. Uh, the hot one's driving in from Texas. JK got the first class flight, which is, you know, a bag of peanuts and some orange juice. He's going to be flying into the best city in the world. We're going to show him a good time, show him what Chicago's all oh, yeah. about. And that we're really, really excited to be at the venue, man, and, and uh, get to hang out with you and spend some time with you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Uh, I personally appreciate it. I th thank you for the help. Um, <clears throat> just thanks, man. You're doing what you're doing. We're proud to be affiliated with you, and, and we're ready to see the Chicagoland Championship Wrestling put on a hell of a show. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you guys. See, thank you for always having me on, guys. And uh, yeah, I wish it was on under better, better circumstances instead of you know I have to talk about this guy. But I feel like I'm one of the few people who's actually dealt with him more than others. So I right. kind of have I don't consider myself an expert on him by no means, but uh, just well, you know where he lives. That's better than about thirty performers do, I'm sure. So. And here's the thing is, I'm, I'm protecting that information because sure. I don't want something to happen to anyone. That's my thing. I don't want to yeah. see anyone get hurt. But yeah. I did give out his phone number for people to reach out to him. Hopefully he's okay. Maybe he's sick. Maybe he's in a hospital. Who knows? But I think it was this kind of shady behavior that everyone was reaching out to him and all of a sudden ninja vanish. Boom. Out of smoke. And <laughs> all of his contacts, all of his way to reach out to him, gone. All right, bro. John, I appreciate it. Thank you. you know, no problem, guys. It's just be careful of people out there in this world. There's there's some great people out there, but man, there's some shady ones too. Damn. Speaking of shady ones, the hot one, you got anything? Oh, I'm the shady one. Yeah, fuck yeah. yourselves. Oh well, dude, I already got into I already built up cheesesteak down here. You know what? Okay, let's, just let's, off you guys tell John goodbye so we can do our entrance video. I'm tired of you guys already. <laughs> He's Thanks, guys. John. I appreciate it. Thanks, bro. John. Appreciate it. See you yeah. in May.
fucking music. I mean, just. I know you well, love it. You know what else, too? Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Wait, real quick. Dude, That's for real. The only time I've ever seen Joey Kane in a shirt with buttons on it is the fucking opening. That's it. <laughs> you even still own that shirt? Yeah, it's because it's how I dress for work every day. Oh, well, I didn't know she got it in the divorce, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> I got I wear shirts, ties, all kinds of shit. What? what? <laughs> I have a corner I'll, office, I'll, dude. I'll, I, corner you office? seriously have a corner office? Yeah. Is, it, is that where oh, you that produce nice. the porn? <laughs> nah, it's, there's too many windows in that room. Yeah, no, I hear, I hear another one of us is the uh, fucking log of doom, so it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> Go Come on, dude. I'm holding an apple. <laughs> he can right. literally, like, lean forward without his, his hands. Yeah, He's just like calm kicks in. Kickstand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a shot with the kickstand. Anyway, what are we doing tonight? We've started off with Sean and John. Like giving, a circus elephant. <laughs> giving a quick <laughs> thought, which turned into a Herb Abrams session that turned into a if you've seen this guy, please call his mother. Please call the ambulance. <laughs> Fuck. It just um Carney above Carney. Um so yeah, let's get down to some wrestling, man. That's I didn't know it was gonna go that long. <laughs> That's what she said. Let's do um let's do a little DJ, bit of revolution. DJ knew though. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn right he did. That's your next t-shirt, buddy. It can, you know, all it's gonna say is like an elephant. <laughs> like an elephant. Yeah, what am I going to do when my seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old son asks, Danny, what is like an elephant? No, no. <laughs> I have a better idea oh, for this. Oh, boy. It's going to be it's going to be a bicycle with a very, very long kickstand. That's just it. That's just the whole picture. <laughs> we're, we, we're, we're in a wrestling teacher. <laughs> with training wheels. <laughs> okay, so we're like, okay, all right, all right. Do you guys, all right. do okay, you guys, can you guys imagine what it's gonna be like in a couple months <sighs> when we're all like in in a together? It's yeah, gonna be way worse, <laughs> and we're not I, gonna be sober. So. <laughs> no, honestly, oh, no, I honestly hope. I honestly hope that there's nobody recording. That's that's my uh, hope uh, is that there's nobody uh, recording because. I honestly it hope can, one of us yeah. stays sober enough to get Joey from the airport at eight o'clock. Yeah, I appreciate. Oh, that. I'll, I'll do that. I, 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 I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, DJ can go. He's going to be drinking twisted tea, so it'll be all right. And, and Joe, I, I trust <laughs> you. you. Has to drive me back in the middle of the night and fucking Monday more early Monday morning. In the still of the night. Yeah, we'll make it. Just remember, I gave you a very good and safe drive. <laughs> Picking you up and taking you back to the airport. You did. You did. You owe me that. You owe me me enough to get me there (laughs) fucking in one piece alive. And on time for my flight. It's O'Hare. If we're too hungover, hungover, we can can throw in on an Uber for him. Yeah. You know what? We'll make sure you get there. I'm not worried about it. I'm actually pretty good about making sure we're going to be good. I'm feeling like we might have to just fucking you're do it pretty, later. You're, my you're flight, pretty yeah, good my about making sure you're going to be good. 
Dude, my right. flight home is like it leaves at six thirty in the morning. Fuck. So that I'll means I gotta get there. Out of bed then, dude. I'm pretty much oh, did an all nighter. <laughs> well, he needs to keep sleeping. It makes him nice and strong, and you know, gross big bones. Dude, let me do this. Well, yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to talk about his bones. Especially with all that porn work you're doing. Oh my god! Bow <laughs> wow. It's a. <sighs> How did DJ really tear his ACL carrying that fucking hog around? There was something on the stairs. Yeah, dude, your dick. And it just tears and you fucking on it. And you tore your ACL again. That's why that he keeps going out and can't take it. <laughs> Two surgeries later. <laughs> Doctors oh, looking at him like, what God. the fuck do you do? Oh, you know, my God, dude. My wife is... What do you think that thing, anyway, dude? I mean... <laughs> What, hear the show, dude? She can hear that thing flopping up the stairs, bro. She knows oh, when yeah. it's over. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. AEW oh, Revolution. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, uh, what was that, Giovanna? AEW Revolution. Oh, are we, we going to talk wrestling? Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, we're gonna. We try. are a wrestling podcast. We are gonna try. Um, this past Sunday, I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but our local long dong schlong up there <laughs> went perfect and is getting free T-shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees. I want two free T-shirts. So why don't you tell the people? Start us off with the card, there, buddy. <laughs> one for you, one for your dick. <laughs> 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 the dick was a long sleeve too. <laughs> Can I get a three T with a long sleeve? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. This is our best episode yet. Why does it have a hood on it? I didn't know you were Jewish. Javon's <laughs> <laughs> the Jewish one. That's right. Uh, Jewish. Oh, my All God. Right. With Isaac. Oh, God. Shalom. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. I was on the floor. I tripped over his dick all the way out here in Philly. <laughs> oh, oh Philadelphia, folks. <sighs> okay, so before <laughs> that's two time zones, bitch. Two time zones. <laughs> they, they gave him a free Ryback oh. shirt. The bitch says, "Feed me more." Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Look>, Ryback. <laughs> no. All right, Javon. So what? 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 what, what, what <laughs> AEW Revolution is where we're starting. Fuck that show. Uh. <laughs> Hey, that was a pretty damn good show. It was so predictable that TDJ won two shirts. TDJ, what did you do? Give us a recap. Give us a recap of the show. So, uh, yeah, so we had give us a reach really around on the show. Matches. I thought, like, and I just want to kind of talk about the one, the my couple of good ones. Obviously, the main event uh, was spectacular, and 
definitely one of, if not the best Iron Man, 60 minute Iron Man matches that has ever been uh, presented. Um, that was really good. I thought the six man, the trios title match was just, just phenomenal as well too. And I mean, it, it's great to see. I know, I know Sean's pretty happy with the results of that. I think we all are pretty happy with the results. The fact that the house of black, you know, won. um, you know, we had a heel turn with Ruby Soho. I mean, it's going to leave Matt Jackson time to go do those hair club for men commercials. So it's a good, it's a good thing. It's wow. Um, the, even the, the Texas death match was, was pretty good. But the thing with that, it kind of, cause, and if correct me if I'm wrong, but it, the rules of a Texas death match, basically almost like a lat, like pretty similar last to a last standing. Match. Yeah. yeah. That was probably like my biggest gripe of the show was the fact that it ended. I mean, I'm not upset the fact that uh, Mox tapped out while being hung with you know for, with a chain, and not my dick. <laughs> wow, all these jokes you're making, and I actually throw one, and I get that yeah, you made it. That's the problem. You made it. That's the problem. Uh, yeah. This is no scary movie where you're getting roped back underneath the damn bed with that damn thing. <laughs> So it was a wrestling match. I thought it was funny. Oh, I thought okay. it was funny, buddy. Thank you, Sean. Don't humor me like that. <laughs> you're oh, welcome. Shit. Now you and your penny are kind of finish your point. You're out a way to bleed. The one, gri- the one gripe I had it's was that, just... that the match ended on a tap out. Like I'm not upset that Mox tapped out, but the fact that it was it ended a Texas death match where that's not even a thing. That kind of was really the one major complaint I had about the show. What about you guys? That's it. That's it. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, There's a lot of major complaints about that show. Yeah, I had a lot of issues with the show too, man. I had so many issues with the show that I didn't bother watching it. Damn. I watched it. Yeah, I mean. I think the highlights. It looked like it was, uh, for what it was, it was a decent pay-per-view, but I mean, they're not. It didn't make sense to me. You're not hanging on WWE's door right now. because Sean didn't watch it. I only watched maybe half of it. <laughs> okay. And so, and you watched the whole thing. So we'll go from not watching it to watching half of it. And it wasn't great. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't, oh my God, so good. The Iron Man match is probably the only highlight to me. That's just because, you know, MJF threw fucking vodka on some kid but I, <laughs> that, made, that made me laugh I, kids, getting drink thrown getting thrown on them, kids getting yeah, drinks thrown on them makes me happy <laughs> whether it was a plant or not i don't give a fuck Jesus. the only thing that would have been better is if you like just what like looked down and just pushed him over I would have fucking loved Jesus it. Christ. I would have I would have bought a fucking Burberry scarf just because of that. That would that was a good match. I guess I don't know. I missed the trios title match, but at least House of Black won the titles. I'm good on that. The fucking I'm so good Texas Death match was kind of the shits. I, I I I don't know. I'm fucking over the stupid Hangman Mox feud. I, I don't like it. I don't care yeah, for that, it. That one and then Jungle Boy and Christian, that's another the one. Those fuck? two have kind of went Yeah. Yeah, um, like I don't really understand no the whole that feud. 
why why yeah. why is Wardlow a two time champ and then he gets beat by Hobbs and why the fuck was QT Marshall even involved in that shit? Well, somebody explain to me where the fuck is QT been and why do they keep pulling him out once every six to eight months to fuck up a good match? I don't. Well, they actually contract. Was, well, also too with the QT thing, he was the one, and because I get I heard this on um, Busted Open, I was listening to the replay on my uh, way home. Your weekly Busted Open recap. Go ahead, DDJ. Um, but uh, but he talked. They talked about it, and I or I saw some. And maybe it wasn't that, but I heard some. Where I guess QT like uh, when they there was like something that he posted, like he screen capped like this message he sent to Hobbs back in it was like 2020, and I think this is when they were doing the the tapings, you know, during the COVID era when they were running out of Daly's place and stuff. QT was basically the guy responsible for giving Hobbs his uh his breaking uh, AEW. So I think that's kind of where they're going with this. Yeah, because QT Marshall is a seller. He he sure does get asses and seats. That's one thing I didn't like with the pay-per-view, yeah. dude. Have Wardlow beat Joe and then, you know, the whole shit that happened with Wardlow maybe losing the real belt. Then mm-hmm. fucking Powerhouse Hobbs, who I've never been, really been a fan of, wins the belt with this QT bullshit. They try to make a reason where they like, oh, there's been seats, but I know there hasn't. Not on TV, not on BTE, not on anything. Well, I, Feels kind I of, actually am a big know. Powerhouse Hobbs fan. I think he's a, a really up-and-coming worker. I mean, he ain't as bad as Moose, but... Oh, oh that, that's shit. fucked up. Moose is a former world champion, put on a great match with the wrestling god Kenny Omega. I mean, I, I don't know where you're getting your facts didn't, from. Powerhouse Hobbs. When was that match? How long ago was that match with Kenny Omega? Yeah, it was two years ago. Two years ago. I believe. And he's not even oh. being like really used in Impact right now. Didn't he just like you, come you, out of the you keep it up. and call somebody you keep out? Keep it up. Keep it up. And I'm going to mush your stamp you with DJ. Well, I mean, it's going to be horrible. You're going to wake up to a black eye. Dude, I, I think him and Monty Brown should tag up. Oh, the awful male, Monty Brown. They can That's pounce. That was a hell of a pounce. Moose yeah, does more I than bet, a pounce, though. Does he? He does this. I mean, you guys are going to stop shitting on Moose. We're not even talking Impact tonight. Back to AEW and its faults, because it's what you fanboys do when we're faulting it. You try to deflect. Anyways... House of Black was a good decision. Don't I, look confused. <laughs> I, I don't think I was deflecting, but that's okay. That's okay. I know. Shut up. House of Black was a good move. <laughs> Texas Deathmatch was a slap in the face to the name Texas Deathmatch. Um, I don't think MJF has proved that's that not he too can often wrestle. Texas gets embarrassed and it ain't actually somebody from Texas doing it. So that's I know. It's very rare that the good name yeah. of Texas is to be fouled by somebody that's no, not. No, in the no, good I never said good Texas. name. Yeah. Texas will rise again, damn it. Anyway, but no, man, really like, though, like they, 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 they... <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> so I just don't get it, man. It's to me, it didn't make sense having it be in the Texas death match and it not ending in a count out. Um, did they just run out of time to where he couldn't choke him and then just leave him on the floor? Uh, I don't know. Um, MJF has proved that he can wrestle. That's the sad thing is we know he can wrestle, but he chooses not to. It's a character, I guess, he wants to stay with that. 
Um, kind of feels well, like yeah, Brian got, Danielson. Got, he'll be able to go until he's like fucking 58, 59 if he keeps doing what he's doing. He only wrestles like fucking six times a year. Oh, yeah. He's the PLE of wrestlers. Um, But anyway, dude, I mean, it just feels like there's no real character there, and it kind of pisses me off because he's he gets the opportunities to get these big shows. He gets the big matches, and he performs. But you want to see that night after night after night. I mean, I don't remember Ric Flair ever taking a night off. He was yes, fighting he didn't. bums, basically, at other territories, putting them over like a million fucking bucks. And making them look like champs, yeah. Making them yep. look like champs. Dropping the belt one night and winning it before he leaves the territory. So 16 real times. Talk, real talk. What are you, do you got? Is this MJF title reign working? What do you guys, I mean, no, it, no, you think he's carrying the company, or is this more like the first HBK title run where shit just isn't going the way it should? It's been proven that he's not a draw. AEW's numbers are tanking, nobody's watching, nobody's complained as much about AEW since he became champion. Oh, that's because nobody's watching, exactly. Well, see, there, there's only been real one, and we're talking ratings draw for AEW. There's really only been one, per, in my opinion, and I think you'll all agree with me on this. There's only been re, one real ratings draw for AEW, and that was CM Punk. I don't agree with that. Yeah, okay. well, you don't have to agree with it for it to be true. I know it stings a little, but. No, 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 I'm just saying. Punk was not wrong. That's the thing with all you Punk fans. Fucking Marks. Hold on. Where's my, where's my thing? Yeah, you know, you know what else our all us punk fans do? There, there you go. Hi, Marks. No, real that, quick, seriously. The... You, know what, you know, you know what else all of us punk fans do? We watch fucking wrestling when punk is on, which is why you have high ratings. And then they bring in this fuck nut. Your future uh, AEW international champion. Once again, he's gonna fucking be in another <laughs> fucking title picture. So anyways, where I was going, there have been draws in AEW that weren't named CM Punk. Prior to CM Punk, the company was on an actually really good trajectory because they were putting on shows that fans wanted to see. They were giving them stories. CM Punk era is what started the sellout of the company. They stopped caring about storytelling. They started giving the matchups that they wanted to see. They didn't really build up anything. Why? Oh, it's CM Punk. We could put in a low-grade CM Punk against anybody, and he'll do fine. Wait, 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 then, wait, no, 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Punk in trunks on his first match back was not Punk. You know that. Um, but it drew like crazy because it's Punk. You can't, def- you can't refute that. Now, that's the thing. Yes, he drew, he drew, he drew, he drew. But what good is that doing the company? Because they stopped any type of storytelling just to throw punk in the mix on everything. And now that punk's not there, they still don't have the storytelling. They're still just trying to throw these matches that they think everybody wants to see. And the real fans that are watching are like, none of this is making sense. There's no reason for these matches. That's because they lost the cash cow and they didn't do the small things to keep everything going. It's falling flat. I don't know. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. So Punk's been gone since August, right? Mm-hmm. Basically since September. All Out. Okay, so All Out. So if in and we're he's been gone, so we're still blaming the numbers on Punk. 
No, we're blaming the numbers on the fact that when Punk was there, they stopped caring about storytelling and started doing straight matches. That attitude started when Punk got there. Because they just started trying to put Punk in everything to get him on the card, to put him in the places so they can have those big draws. They stopped building storylines because they had that instant grab, that CM Punk. I think and you're talking about your draw right now, is what I think. All right. I'll, pu- I'll pull some data. We'll, we'll discuss it. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see the data. I really would. I'm not being a smartass. I would legit like to see the data. I would. All right. How about we move a long on time between now and May. <laughs> I'll fucking make the Nielsen data my fucking self between now and May. I'll make it in a nice little spreadsheet, chart, 3D pop-up books. Well, yeah. Yes, pop-up books. You know what they say about you know what Come they say on, about you, I'm Texas, and then alternative alternative facts, man. You just never know. Hey, man, we're right, fake news capital. <laughs> Calm down, Kickstand. <laughs> um, let's get out of AEW. I feel like we've touched it enough. Like DDJ touches himself. Well, yeah, I just say it would die. Me and Joey didn't even watch it really, so. WWE. What do you guys want to talk about? We want to talk about Jey Uso. We want to talk about. What what do we want? What are we doing here, Cody Rhodes? Let's talk about Jay Uso, man. Did, that I th- I knew that somehow we were getting to we that we were getting to what we're getting to now, but it was just a matter of exactly what that how was going to be. I wonder and who said that months ago. <laughs> don't 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 strain your shoulder trying to pat yourself on the back, Joe. Hey, you're really feeling yourself tonight, aren't you, there, big dog? I won't. I won't pat myself on my shoulder. It's okay. I just wanted y'all to know. But go ahead. But no, I mean, I thought it was really cool because I, I, I honestly, when he went out to, and he hugged Sammy, and I was like, "Holy shit! They're they're actually gonna keep those two together." And then when he hit the super kick, it was basically like what Bobby Heenan said when um when the Rockers split when Sean super kicked Marty. It's like, oh, I knew he was gonna do that. That's kind of what I was thinking in my head when Jay. Uh, Super kick Sammy. I was like, oh, I knew he was going to do it. Even though, like, two seconds ago, I was absolutely convinced that, like, maybe Jay was leaving the bloodline and siding with Sammy. But I thought it was awesome because I definitely wasn't expecting that. I would love to watch wrestling through your eyes one day, DDJ. Such a pure excitement when you know what's coming. It's like. Which is kind of scary to think about it. He's got an elephant dick, but child's eyes. <laughs> now, uh, well, just like every, pre- all, just like all pre- seventy-six previous episodes, this is one I can never show my son. Yeah, no, not until later. Especially if you didn't pass no, that thing on. If you didn't pass that thing on, that's something. That it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be a lot of fucking disappointment in life. Some Thanks, Dad. Ther- some fucking therapy bills. Yeah, well, if he ain't tucking it into his sock by now, he should be pissed. Well, if, if, that, if that cock keeps blowing out your fucking knees, I'm sure you have good <laughs> health insurance. So I'm sure his uh, fucking therapy sessions will be covered. It'll be all right. Oh, boy. So where did it all start? Well, my Matthew Day or Massive Dick, whatever you want it to stand for. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. God. That's so, fucked yeah. up, dude. I can't believe you said that, what the fuck? I didn't say it. I didn't even say it. Go fuck up, dude. <laughs> DDJ, 
No, no, dude, this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy. So the bloodline, Sami Zayn. It's looking like it's gonna be, yeah, man. It's gonna be uh, tag team titles at Mania. Like I said a couple months ago, they're building that up now. Um, well, I mean, didn't Joey K kind of laid it all out for us after the last pay per view? He said this was gonna happen, pretty and pretty much Kevin and and Sammy would hug it out, and then they'd go for the tag team titles, which I think all of us said at one point we thought that was gonna happen. So, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of. <laughs> well, I know where you can get some. They'll ship yeah. them to you for sixteen fucking dollars. So how are you paying sixteen bucks? You're in Illinois, dude. I'm in Texas. I don't even think I pay that much. Wait, hold on. What are you paying sixteen dollars in shipping for? So I went on Pro Wrestling Tees today to purchase my shooting shit shirt because I would like a shooting shit shirt. And they want to charge me $16.75 shipping. Dude, how is my shipping $6? That's I mean, what I was saying. That doesn't make right. any sense. I, there's something wrong. Because you guys got it during the promo code, right? That probably... That shouldn't matter. No, that that, that, that doesn't change anything. It doesn't change shipping. Yeah. Somebody at Pro Wrestling Tees <laughs> saw your name and was like, fuck that guy, 16 bucks." I used to get a box, man. So don't give me that shit. You used to. They saw you canceled. Now you're paying 16 bucks for fucking shipping. I think I'm still pay, getting the box. I'm only getting six bucks on shipping to Texas. I think I think they'd charge you your shipping and a couple other people shipping. <laughs> wow. He's not noticing he's got his stuff in his cart and Gabby's got like three other shirts. Was it just for that or did you buy some other stuff? I bought a hoodie, a t shirt and a hoodie. Yeah, that could be with that hoodie. That's yeah, no. that hoodie. The no, hoodie sixteen dollars. Come on, man. For, well you're gonna be based on weight. I bet that hoodie added some weight to it, and I bet that's what it was. Please, you I've know. got I got a hoodie and I, I got a hoodie and a t-shirt before and my shipping was still like six eighty-five or seven bucks or some bullshit. Maybe like Javon that. was right. Maybe they just said it was Sean, just said fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah I would yo, I would contact them and be like, yo, what's up with this shipping? And I'm I'm only like a couple hours away from you. What the fuck? No, dude, I'm just gonna have um um Monster cock up there, go pick it up for me. He's like three blocks from the place. Yeah, I don't have that luxury anymore because that my work hours are basically the same as the store. So yeah, D, or, D, look, dude, just just send your dick. The rest of you, I'll catch you up. You can grab my shirt. Yeah, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't have to work, you could have helicoptered there. It's DDJ and DDA, Dennis Day Jr. and Dennis Day's Anaconda. They're heading out down the fucking <laughs> pro wrestling to use for a pickup. Second best yeah. helicopter behind. Now, you know what? You know I can wait ten Hunter minutes to say that. So, uh, so there's one person. As much as I love this guy, oh, I hope he's not listening to this show because then I know for a fact he will not leave me alone. I, I hope Isaac doesn't hear this. Isaac, no. if you're there, Dude, Isaac is gonna sure. he's gonna beg you Isaac to knows. see it every time now. <laughs> Isaac knows. Isaac knows. Isaac knows. Yeah. He's gonna uh, he's gonna treat you like Dirk Diggler every time you show up. He's gonna give you twenty. <laughs> Dude, $20 is $20. Yeah. That's hey, right. DDJ, I, do I need to get like an extra fucking air mattress for that thing when you guys come from Mania next year or what? Like, you gotta, 
I gotta fucking make accommodations for that, I'm hog. To, dude. I'm gonna have to pay for two seats on the airplane. You're not yeah, on you're, the first floor, Joey Key. You're not on the first floor, are you? Because his dick might need the elevator, and he just meets you up there. Yeah, I, I'm, dude. We're in the fucking townhome, bro. Like you're gonna just throw it on the outside, let it swim the pool. Dude, I just, mean, are you, it's, and, is and it gonna sit out front fire, of the patio with the, on the chairs, getting some sun? What, what the fuck? If there's a fire, we could throw it out the window and shoot me down the wall. <laughs> I'm not hanging off that thing. I'm not hanging broke. off of that thing. I'd rather burn. I'd rather burn Can at that point. Back to the wrestling. Like the, old, the old Batman TV series. Me and the boy Wonder Hero. Come down the pole, dressed different. What the fuck? Come on, man. We got to get to the show. DDJ NXT, buddy. Go ahead and give you your. Back up. Back up. <laughs> the, the one big thing coming out of NXT because there it was, you know, well, it was Roxanne Perez thing. had that really good match with Mako Satamora, and then they did some like the the Shawn Michaels angle where she she you know passed out after the match. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Great match, you know, and stuff. But I mean, the big thing was is that Johnny Gargano's back in NXT. I don't know if it's for just for this uh, match with uh, Grayson Waller at uh, Stand and Deliver. If he's back there for good, in a sense, I hope he's back. I hope he's back there for good because it just as much as I love Johnny Gargano and Giovanna and I got to meet him one time. He's a really good dude. It just didn't seem like it was working on Raw for him at the time. So maybe this yeah. is probably maybe I don't, you know what this could be really. I good don't thing. agree with that. I think he's done some great work on Raw. What? Well, no, I'm saying it was he's done some great, but it just doesn't seem like you know. I mean, he he just it just wasn't clicking for him on Raw. You know, in terms of just I mean, so let me, that, let me hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, because this is a show. Uh, 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 hold on. Wait, you watched NXT? Yeah. Holy That's shit. fucking two hours and 15 minutes of my life. I'm not getting the fuck back. Jesus fucking Christ. That was the most fucking 1993 WWF fucking gimmick production bullshit. Dude. Yeah, everybody I, has a fucking job. Dude. They got jobs or they're in fucking some school or they're fucking like stereotypical fucking, you know, like, oh, whatever. Like, it was shitty. It was shitty. And yeah, and and the, and the Roxanne Perez, the Roxanne Perez thing at the end, I fucking hate. That was the absolute drizzling shits. Of anything, I fucking hate. You know, because it's pretty common knowledge now when men and women get hurt and how they treat it. So yeah. don't fucking do the whole like bring the stretcher out. We need paramedics. I don't like that shit because we've seen enough fucking pro wrestlers really get taken out on fucking stretchers and really be hurt and injured and, and or end their careers or whatever. It's I fucking hate that gimmick. It is it's just the worst thing ever. Yeah, I Booker wish they would stop doing act. it. Yeah, I wish they would stop doing it. Because you, A, you know it's fake. either. But you know cannot. you know it's fucking all it, it's it's all fucking kayfabe. It's all bullshit because they're filming it. Except yeah. with the one exception being Big E, where they replayed him breaking his fucking neck like eight thousand times for some reason. Right. Uh, yeah, but uh, this is where he fell again. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna come back from commercial one more time three weeks later, still back. showing it. What the in fuck? In case you missed it, back either way, to the left. 
that sh- and that show <laughs> on Tuesday <laughs> was just I was like I can't do this honestly yeah Johnny Gargano ugh ugh, ugh. and I don't and so hey. much ugh, I don't even give a fuck what he's doing back in NXT besides being fucking Shawn Michaels butt plug I could care less wow like, I could give two flying fucks after the bullshit he's been through on Raw. That fuck Dexter Loomis too, because I don't give a fuck about that fucking turd. Um, I, I I don't even I, I don't I just don't care. I just don't care. And everybody's like, oh, he's back in NXT. Like, cool, he's back in fucking comic book land. That's fantastic. Really happy for you, bud. Probably getting the same pay, so he's really winning on the deal. Either way, it was a fucking dumpster fire. I don't plan on watching it again. I tried. I tried. I fucking tried. I can't do it. I'll give you an A for effort. Well, give you an A for Anaconda in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. You know what? Hey, Mum Nuts, I think you were right. I think it was because of the hoodie because I just ordered the T-shirt. My shipping was only $6 for the (laughs) T-shirt. All right. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What did you You just just order the shirt? I love how I can call you numb nuts, and all you want to hear from me again is that I said you were right. Damn right. <laughs> call him slap nuts. He likes it. All right. Hey, are we going to do question of the week? Yeah, well, we might as well get to it. We're running out of time. Let's go to final thoughts because I know Joey. Uh, Shut up. Do we we went back on week? this episode. We're doing question of the week. We're making it quick. Then we're going to go into final thoughts for everybody that's not named Silver Wolf because he had his time. Hit the music for the question of the week. Might make fun of it again. Come on, Elephant oh. Dick. Hit it. Every Sunday, we post a question in our official Facebook group, and you guys give us some really good answers. And now it's time to read some of those answers and for the boys to give their answers on the official Shooting Shit Facebook Question of the Week. All right. Our stirring shit question of the week was made by the Silver Wolf. Silver Wolf, what was your question? Oh, shit. Yeah, we should work. We should do some- You really not remember your own question? We're professional. No, no, I remember it. You don't have the comments already pulled up? That's Dennis's that part. Oh, it is? Ooh, yes. oh, so that's my part. Okay. He said it's not his week. Never mind. So the question of the week was what storyline or character was the biggest miss, the notorious missed opportunities in professional wrestling? We had quite a, like, we got 32 comments on this, man. I was, and yeah, a lot of them were One of our good. more. Yeah. It's got the most um, interaction in a long time. Yeah. So I, I, one of the it ones. happens like every four weeks, though. Oh, look at this. He's trying to pat himself on the back. Don't tear your shoulder again. Yeah, DDJ's got something you can use if you don't want to do it yourself. Yeah. No, 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 dude. I ain't touching that heavy motherfucker. So. Yeah, it's not that long from East Elgin down there to uh, South Illinois. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't um, need a chiropractor. I'm good. <laughs> All right. So, so All right, we had like, some comments. That's what I'm trying to do. So we got some really some good ones Stop here. Fucking around and do um, it. 
I think uh, I'm gonna start out with my buddy, uh, my buddy Dan Sandine. Uh, Shelton Benjamin as a whole really still hurts me to think about, and I I, I can see where he's coming from that because. 2004 when they split him and Charlie up and he went to Raw, like remember his first night he beat Triple H clean and he was like on well, the rocket ship and just somewhere along the line the rocket ship ran out of gas and then we got to see Shelton's mama. Well, I think Shelton's oh. whole career has kind of been a missed opportunity in WWE. They, he was know, the another unbelievably five-star talented African-American athlete that just isn't quite getting any attention and the guy can still go now. I mean, he can still adjust. Right. Yeah, and he's then, a monster. And then we had Sean Bowley with Rusev and Rusev Day, which Rusev Day was insanely over. And and, and the, the how they could figure out they couldn't figure out anything to do with that, you know, it, it's beyond me. That's a really good one. Um, let's see. Um Gary Connell Jr. actually had a really good one with um the revival of ECW, like when they brought yeah. it back in 2016, that that's a really good one. Like they could have really done something with that. Instead, they just basically made it, you know, WWE CW, and then eventually was just essentially what's now NXT, I guess, in a sense. Vince and a do rag. That's all we got from that. Oh god, yeah. why'd you have to bring that up? Because it's awesome. It's my favorite part in WWE history. <laughs> and you're well, you are a Cowboys fan, so I guess that makes sense. Oh, fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, our buddy Kenneth talked about um the in eighty in early eighty eight. I guess Larry Zabisco with Baby that was going to feud with Dusty Rhodes, and they had pictures that were going to blackmail Dusty, and then you know, and then that just that disappeared, and they did nothing with um. Uh, Sean, why don't you read what Mrs. Silverwolf said? Oh, hold on! Before you get to Mrs. Silverwolf, I got another good one here. Not yeah. giving Maria Menounos a run with the Divas Championship after her breakup performance Dude, at WrestleMania. I got to hear about fucking Maria Menounos one more fucking week. I'm gonna lose my goddamn shit. I'm gonna <laughs> lose my shit. Week, oh my God. You do realize that if he hears this, he's just gonna do it purposely to egg you. Yeah, on. I know. He loves Maria Menounos. I'm gonna see him in July at a show, and I'm gonna kick his ass. Is what okay. I'm gonna do. Maybe we can coerce <laughs> him to come out in the 21st of May at Berwyn, Illinois. Yeah, yeah let's invite. He Let's invite him to the house and you hit him on the head, DDJ. No, he, he, <laughs> we don't want to he, kill him. He's not. He's not coming to the show because there ain't anybody he, 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 that was in WWE or AEW that he wants to get a picture with. So I doubt he would come. Number one, Ty is a freaking wizard with pictures. I don't know how the hell he gets them, but he gets some great pictures. But yeah, he, he might do it just to hang out with us. That'd be cool. I mean, he's more than welcome to join us in that. But all right, Silver Wolf. What did Miss Wolf say? He, he said Bray Wyatt him. and the Wyatt family, which I think I, we can all agree that was a miss. Yeah, it's still a miss. Also, yeah. Undertaker versus Sting, like there should have been a retire that. You know that was a missed opportunity there. When, but you know Sting's whole run in WWE was kind of a missed opportunity. I think. Well, that's a really good one um, too. And she said pretty much Natalia's entire career, which, you know, I mean. I feel like Natalia is kind of the gold standard as far as if you can work with her, you know, you can, you, I mean, every young female performer that's come up, that's made a name of herself. all had to go through Natalia. Like yeah, to go through that like, yeah. So, like, um, so I was kind of thinking about, you know, who I was going to go with and I kind of came, I kind of came down to two different people. Um, I'm going to, so I'm going to go with my, my one a, and this is actually echoing something that another comment, 
our buddy Alex Garcia talked about the Nexus. I think that is a that was a really good one because that could have been so much bigger than it actually was. And if it wasn't for you know what went down with Super Scene and all that stuff, who knows? But for me, yeah. But for me, I'm gonna go with someone who who had who had the tool. Who I think I think had everything to be like a major player in WWE and just for one reason or another, it never happened, whether it was an injury or just, you know, injuring someone. I'm going to go with Mr. Kennedy. It was crack with Kennedy, wasn't it? Yeah. You're no, whatever well, whatever well, his drug of choice was. I don't know what it was, but I know the one time, the first time he was actually, when he won money in the bank, he was actually scheduled to cash in on the undertaker. Then I think he got injured. Uh, and then he had to drop the briefcase to Edge, who would go on to cash it. And then one time he come back, I think he was in a ten man or something, and he, I guess he injured Orton or like Orton come wouldn't complain, and that's what got Mister Kennedy fired. But I think he could have been so big if, in the WWE. If, if you look at him nowadays, you could tell something else was on with him. And and you're very that very well could be the case too. But I just think he had all the to- potential. He had all the tools. He had everything that. Need, that was needed to be like a big time player in the WWE, and it just it never happened. So that would be mine. I'm gonna go with Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. Uh, I, I think that's kind of up there with your Rougeau song comment last week. So, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, all American Boys is a great theme song. Kennedy, Kennedy just never did it for me, but that's just me. Joey K, what you got? Somebody said it. Fucked if I remember who it is, but. Good comment. Um, the WCW invasion. That was John Bullard. That was John. 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 Yeah, yeah, the invasion. Great one. Because that was my first thought. They had the opportunity to have all this great WCW talent in 2001, 2002, 2003. And what did they get? The fucking drizzling shits of lower mid card. Yeah. A few gems. I'm not going to say everybody's on that list. Yeah, DDP, Booker T, which T. Fucking awesome. But yeah. great wrestler, horrible commentator. But when you think WCW, you think, yo, I'm waiting for Sting to be in this fucking invasion. Yeah. Old Where's the, where's the NWO? Where's Goldberg? Well, the NWO were at home collecting their paychecks. That's exactly all those guys were. Well, that's because they had that option. They didn't want to go, but so they had to proceed with a storyline that really was like, "Oh, cool, we got WCW's fucking curtain jerkers uh, out here with a couple with with with, (laughs) we got fucking (laughs) Stasiak and Disco Inferno, fucking invasion, whatever, dude." That thing turned into the fucking shits, and it could have been amazing. I think so, too, man. I agree. Yeah, I do, too. Hot one. All right, Joey K, cover your ears, man. Earmuffs, earmuffs. I don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> Biggest missed opportunity for me comes shortly after a one-night stand. RVD as champion. Biggest missed opportunity, man. The freaking drug bust that ended that reign. I would love to have seen where we would have gone with that. Does ECW may, maybe still have some kind of sibilance of continuing after that? Because those fans were rabid. 
It was a true freaking ECW feel. It was their guy. And just is it really dead. considered a drug bust if it's weed? I mean, it's just it was at the just time it weed. was. At I mean, the nowadays, time. yeah, at nowadays it's just weed. Back in the day, it was like, oh my god, it was weed, right? Yeah, so it was you know at the time it was different, but yeah, man, I think Dude, what pisses me off about that is guys are popping fucking oxies by the handful, and this guy lost the title reign because he smoked weed. Basically, get the fuck out of here with that shit. And yet, Jeff Hardy is a fifty-time tag team champion. Um. Yeah, shots. Fuck it. Also, another missed opportunity. It's all right. He don't got a license for the next decade, so he can't track it down. Right? <laughs> I'd like to see him make his way down to Texas with no car. No, I'm just saying. But um, <laughs> uh, but um, another one though, on uh, another spectrum of missed opportunities, and I think this one for me was really big because it had something. And it had that same kind of flair and same kind of cult following that we're seeing in AEW with the team. But the missed opportunity, I'm going to say, is crime time. Crime Ooh. time was so over. To never have been tag team champions, yeah. to never have really done anything big in the company, everybody loved crime time. Dude, they were, were, yeah, they were they over. They deserved way more than what they got. Um, You know... I love what they did honoring Shad after his passing. That's amazing. That's beautiful. But look at what JTG is doing right now, man. Singles performer as Jay the God is amazing. Um, those boys, if they would have been able to stay in the bigs together, gotten that push, the people were behind them already. It would have just cemented them. And when they did initially, like when they finally broke up, they could have had good careers. Yeah. All right, Sean. Does it bother anybody else, though? That their whole gimmick was they were thieves? That they got the <laughs> stereotypical gimmick? That's what was which always the, happening in WWE. Which was the yeah. question that I wanted to ask. But, but it's I not happening so. right now in AEW, and it's not happening still in WWE. It's not happening in other companies. Of course it is. Yeah, but I mean – that's the thing. It was over because it spoke to a demographic that didn't feel like they've ever gotten that representation. The streets love wrestling. Let me give you guys a little little peek behind the curtain. The streets love wrestling, and you got guys back there wrestling in Tim's with you know their colors out. They've got the freaking blue jeans on. These look like boys from the street. The streets love wrestling. They love that representation. I'm not talking about the way they looked. Oh no, I know how I'm they were talking about the vignettes. <laughs> Where they're fucking yo, yo, yo. I know, like, I know what you're talking about, but I'm saying the good a, and the it's bad. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with fucking hit row. Oh, cool! Like, like, like they're gonna do the same fucking thing there. Go back years Wait, before, and I enjoy hit row. I actually enjoy hit row. I think they're very talented. I love. I do. I. I, like I love Top the original Hit Row. I do too. Yeah, I was a big fan, and I still am. But I'm hoping something happens. It's the stereotypical gimmicks and shit. Go back. Look. Yeah. What you know? What yeah. what's the the all time, probably one of the all time greatest African American tag teams ever? Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. They ain't even from fucking Harlem. <laughs> like, like, come on. What? 
They fucking Booker T would speak with such a fucking accent. Yeah, I know, man. But they would talk that Soul shit. Patrol. It was good. They, I mean, those yeah, promos what? were gold. Soul Patrol. I'm not gonna throw in New no, Jack. New Jack was just New Jack. That wasn't a gimmick. Yo, yeah, that no, was not a gimmick. That's that wasn't a gimmick. Path, <laughs> new Jack <laughs> was just being gimmick. New Jack. Jack so was that, Jack, that dude. Out, yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> kind of what got me on this question was um, just you know a couple weeks back we had the NWO. Uh, biography, and we had yeah, the story about Hulk that. Hogan and Sting, and the buildup for the Crow, and and all that, and how that basically kind of, you know, took a shit because Hogan pulled the uh, "I have creative control" card. Uh, but that that's kind of what got me going on it for me. There's, a, you know, there's a handful. Um, I would have loved to see the Brian Pillman, Dustin Rhodes, Gold uh, Dust storyline. Yes. Kind of play out a little bit more with Terry Reynolds, before, you know, yeah. Brian Pounds, and and that was an opportunity there. I think that, you know, just like, I mean, there was going to be absolute debauchery in that. Debauchery. To coin a phrase from a buddy of mine, um, that was just going to be like just off the charts ridiculous, especially during the Attitude Era, and then we lost Brian untimely. Um, Eddie and Batista was another one. That was, you know, that feud was just really getting rolling. Yeah. And those guys were such great friends. And, and you know, it just seems like these, when you're, fr- when you're friends that close and you're working heel face, man, it just makes for great matches. And of course, Eddie was, was like the gold standard, dude. Like, I don't, oh, I see tier. he's still in my top five all time. Top tier. Um, I think one of the biggest for me is uh, the real heavyweight champion. Champion Ric Flair showing up in WWF years ago and never once really having a feud with Hogan. Like it just never really happened. Like I know they had a match, but they didn't really, I mean, those two were in their prime at that point from, from, and from, it just never really materialized. And then what year you don't are we get talking? it. Like 91, talking, 92. 91, 92, yeah. like Rumble win time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think the reason why that never materialized, some of the thing, because I always wondered that too, is I guess the match they had, they had a match at Madison Square Garden. I guess Vince didn't like the way it went or something like that. Because originally that was supposed to mean well, that no, WrestleMania 8. What it was was Vince wasn't going to put him, I mean, Rick, he would, Rick was a WCW guy, and he's never going to let Rick go over on Hulk in, in his house. That just wasn't going to happen. I wouldn't. Have but we finally Hogan. get the match win 95, 96, or whatever it was when Hogan signed his pocket like it. Yeah. And it was just, it was terrible. It was just, you know, missed that. I missed opportunity. But my biggest, uh, the one that, and, there, and this was just a, an idea that never even came to fruition, but I would have loved to have seen was a a macho at the time macho man randy savage was a commentator and he was ready to get back in the ring he wanted to start working in the ring and while he was sitting there he realized man i could have a great feud with this kid it would be an unbelievable story and he wrote it all out a year-long feud i think i know what you're talking about but yeah where he would go you know match after match where this kid would just come up short and then eventually he would go over on the macho man randy savage and that that kid was hbk yep 
I just feel I like those that. two in a long-term feud, especially then, I mean, you're talking macho before he got too big to work. I mean, this was him still, you know, ready to go. And HBK at the height of everything that he was great at. And I just think, I mean, just the, the promos, man. And I mean, you're talking the heartbreak kid, you know, the white and with the red hearts and Sherry Martell. And, you know, you, you throw that factor in too, that Sherry was HBK's manager who used to be queen Sherry with Randy. I just think that feud would have been just the matches alone. You know, I, I feel like Randy was always chasing three. He was always chasing that that WrestleMania three match with Ricky just to have one more, uh-huh. one more classic that people would talk about. And I think if there was ever anybody that Savage could have had that match with that he was chasing, it would have been Sean. I think I think that would have been an unbelievable year long story that we would have all been just fucking you know tuning in every week to see. Well. Now it's time for so long. Final thoughts, gentlemen. Sean doesn't get one. He already had it. No, we're not going to let you rip off Billy Corgan's ass again and take no, another no, 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 bat no, off no, no, no. of Tyrus. No, I, I appreciate you guys allowing me to do that. I just felt like that that story needed to be told, and, and I was glad John joined us to help us, and I was glad. Th- I appreciate you guys being patient and letting me do that. So thank you so much. Ladies I am going last and final thoughts. So DDJ, Premier Joey K, who wants to go first? Joey K, you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Out, whoever's the longest gets to go first. Oh, well, that's Dennis. Well, then I guess I win there. So, so for me, you know me. <laughs> Don't I'm get cocky. You know, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Don't get cocky. <laughs> you see what I did there? It looks easy, but it's not. Uh, so, so anyways. <laughs> I'm trying, you know, I've always been the sentimental guy. You know, I always like to talk about things that are very close to me and things of that nature and stuff. Um, And for me this week, it's going to be. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm stopping. Go ahead. Um, And then I I guess the best part about doing these is because I make you feel all make Jovan feel bad. Like when I talk, because it's always usually something sentimental. And this week's going to be no different. To me, the, the 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 thing of the week or my final thought is going to center around the word redemption. Um, I know I think all of us have seen um, the the special that A and E did uh, they with their WWE block with Jake the Snake Roberts. It was on a couple weeks ago, and it just it was so watching that it was just it, it just to see everything that he went through and what it caused him to become and just the fact that he was able you know with the help of DDP to get past all of that and just become this man that, you know, the man that I think we, we all have wanted him to be. And, you know, it, it prompted me to, you know, like kind of think myself like, man, I really want to go watch the documentary they did on him a couple of years ago, the, the resurrection of Jake, the snake Roberts and I actually happened to go to uh, ddpyoga.com and I bought this uh, off of there. And that's, I'm going to watch that this weekend because it's such a good documentary. If you guys haven't seen this, go out of your way to watch this. It's really good. But it's just, it's so great to see, you know, someone go through the stuff that he went through, finally hit rock bottom, you know, and then, you know, reaching out for help. And then DDP comes along and basically saves his life. 
and gives him a new lease on life. You know, he he's back with his family. Hell, it was just recently reported that he's back with his ex-wife. Like, they're dating again. And I think that's just so fucking awesome that he's been able to get past every all the shit that he went through, all the drugs, all the abuse. And you guys saw that uh, A&E special they did on him. He, he went through some, I mean, some just gnarly, nasty, just stuff that just nobody ever deserves to go through and that and stuff. And it's just, I think it's just so great to see that for every, everything he went through, he was able to, with the help of DDP to get through all that, to beat all his demons and just be happy and looking great. So that's just my, my final thought. It's just, it's great to see someone, you know, when given a second chance, take, make the most of it and, you know, become a better person. Joey K. Joey K. Is that what you're calling your dick now, Damien? I'm just going to carry the it snake. around in the sack. Throw it over your shoulder. <laughs> uh, he's talking how big his sack is, brother. He's just Dennis walking into a room. <laughs> My final thought is if I'm going to have to see that fucking hog in Chicago. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rethink this whole fucking trip because I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not trying if he to. Shows up, hey, all, all I'm saying, dude, is if he shows up in jorts, just avert your eyes. Just I'm not, I'm not trying to see that fucking thing coming out, trying to say hi. I'm not about that. It'll I, get I, to the airport an hour before I do. Probably, I, if you think that thing's picking me up at the airport, <laughs> you can fuck right off. Uh, <laughs> I have so many fucking jokes, man. Like, I've just been sitting here thinking the whole time. You're the one that Always. has to get going early, so this is, I know I'm about to wrap up. So, uh, yeah, wrestling kind of sucked for me this week. Make better shows. Fuck all you. Final thought. There you go. <laughs> Fuck all you. That's deep. Be better. What? I mean, the fucking booking sucked, dude. Like, I just feel. Like the AEW, like Revolution was meh. Fucking Dynamite was meh. Like fucking Raw, meh. NXT, <laughs> like it was fucking terrible. It was, it, it was like, come on, man. Come on. But Be there is Be one good thing that was on. Uh, fucking Ring of Honor. That's right. Uh, I haven't watched it, but I know the card, so I don't even need to watch it because it's going to be fucking great. Samoa Joe versus Tony Deppin? Fuck yeah. yeah. I watched I'm, the first episode last week. I haven't had a chance to watch the new one that just dropped, so I'm going to try to watch it over the weekend. Oh, cool. Something else dropped in your house, too. Great. <laughs> Dude, you <sighs> shook my whole house. You're just... <laughs> Oh, ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't There's noticed, a shake in my boot. <laughs> we're going to drop the hammer. That is so fucked up. <laughs> in Berwyn, so Illinois, May 21st, oh, 2023, Chicago Land Championship Wrestling presents the new era where we will be there, all five of us. If you see us, beer us. Wait, oh, all five of us? You're, you're counting his dick, right? Yes. his dick. Okay. Joey got it. I got it right away. Put a shirt on that thing. 
Hey John, hey John, can 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 I get it? Can I get an extra CCW shirt for my dick too? Like, <laughs> fucking get out of here. He's got the five star anaconda machine. It's got the Jeff Hardy arm sleeve on. Does his dick stop to dance on the way out to the ring too? To make the save. We're trying to sell merch, and I've know where that damn thing is. You just see the t-shirt sliding by. Uh, give it five minutes. Dennis will be here. Yeah, <laughs> he's on his way, guys. He's on his way. To, to, <laughs> hey, to Johnny's podcasting network, please don't throw us off the air. Just don't look, look it in the eye. Don't look it in the eye. Uh, well, you guys want to go bungee jumping? No. So after a terrible, terrible week of wrestling, at least one thing happened good this weekend. You are looking at the new... Raining. Oh, here we go. Defending <laughs> FSGP Evolution Champion. Uh, you got if if that's FSGP, you okay. gotta get someone new to make that belt because that says AAA. It's because I went to AAA after seeing your damn thing. Alcoholic Super Anonymous. <laughs> Anyways, man, those fucking tokens keep getting bigger, bud. <laughs> 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 it's, it's actually my my two months. If you the three months, you see the three A's. That's three months. Um, fuck oh, God, dude. Fuck me, God damn it. Oh boy. Anyways, final thought for me: partnership with FSGP, which is the freshly squeezed Grand Prix Predictions League. They do predictions with. Um, everybody there, you have your own character. Me, I'm the villain. You can see the shirt there, Villain Enterprises. I did this all night. I built it all up. I was an asshole, this one. I was a real villain throughout the yeah. whole show, just a little bit. But that's my gimmick in the whole thing. So, I am the new heavyweight champion down there. Um, we are always accepting new people to come in and make predictions. I'm currently in the feud right now with Magic Donnie for... <laughs> Uh, shot back at this title that I beat him for. So a lot of cool things happening there. We'll always have it linked in our description, how yep. to join us. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, but, yeah, but don't extend those invites too hard. Fucking DDJ and his fucking tag team partner, Nagini over here, are fucking... <laughs> They're gonna fucking jump in and win all the fucking shirts. He's gonna... <laughs> Uh, DDJ takes that photo. Did he you takes... think you were getting a Harry Potter reference tonight? Bet you I got that one right away. Dude, DDJ, instead of looking like the ultimate warrior, no, not the ultimate warrior, ultimate dragon with all the belts around him, it's just hanging off of it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, like fucking 1991 he, Ricky Steamboat with the it. fucking... He throws it around <laughs> his neck like MJF scarf. <laughs> DDJ's dick's coming out breathing fire like fucking Ricky Steamboat when he had the fucking all the uh, shit the fucking Komodo dragon also a fucking super dangerous thing to have out in public but fuck it whatever put it on a leash fine that's awesome dude uh, uh, shut your eye out, kid. DDJ and his pet anaconda one t-shirts 
I oh think that's God. it's been a great week for shooting shit. Oh, Jesus, yeah, it has. Speaking of t-shirts. Speaking of t-shirts, get a DDJ. Speaking of t-shirts, yeah, here we go. Oh. Buy our shit. Damn it. <laughs> our shit. God damn it. <laughs> what a fucking You're sales. Sponsoring. Before we, before, um, you mentioned that. Thank you to those of you who have already gotten your shirts, half of which are Joey K's family. If only the only other half would go in there too, because we know like Hispanics, we multiply like rabbits. Well, let's start buying some fucking shirts, Vato. Let's go. Hey, man, I got one. I got me, fool. I paid for like two shirts with just my one. Dude, you're becoming more Mexican by the fucking day. Did you say fool? I did say fool. <laughs> yeah, well, you went fucking fool. Oh, my God. He pulled I hear it that out of me. My, you bet. You're about to my, hand my, that Puerto Rican card in real fast, bro. Look, it's the Texas, dude. I'm trying to find like where the little shirt is. I'll put it up here. Look, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. My little brother got stuck on a curb. Yes, <laughs> That's Santa oh. Deliver, man. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> I killed him, man, man. His body's decomposing right. in my locker. I killed him, but right, the snake is still out there. You ready to take us home? I'm ready to take us home tonight. Take me home tonight. Home. Thank you to the po- to the Johnners Podcasting Group for always proudly, well, not always proudly, but proudly sponsoring especially us. This episode. Especially this episode that we've talked about the human tripod up there. Um, thank you to the ladies out there in HR for covering up all of the sexual harassment <laughs> allegations that were coming from this episode. Well, thank the legal department's going to be busy this week. Thank you to the ham and eggers that have to bring in DDJ's bag and alleged penis. And thank you to <laughs> everyone for staying this far into the episode. Hope you had a great night. Hope you enjoyed it all. Hope you really liked that little extra from John this morning. At the beginning of the show, it didn't seem like it was this morning. It did, <laughs> but let's call it tonight. DDJ, play that horrible exit music. Made oh, no, I got better Kathy's exit music. music. This is just for Jovan right here. This, this, this is this is how you're fucking doing it up, like you know, down there in Texas now. Oh, That's no. what I, we got. We got fucking straight some good covers here, baby. <laughs> oh. oh, hit it, baby. The washing machine. <laughs> this is how we get down in my fucking house, baby. All right, here we oh. go. Hell yeah, and I can play it because it's a fucking cover. So fuck your YouTube. Uh, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> oh boy. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thank you so much for watching.